Welcome to the Live Well Tampa podcast, where we connect you with the best health minds in Tampa to help you feel well, eat well, and live well on your journey to living a healthier life. Before we begin this episode, we would like to invite you to visit our free Live Well Tampa podcast community Facebook group, connecting you with others like you who are searching for ways to not only get healthier, but stay healthier for life through the guidance of Tampa's top healthcare professionals, including physical therapists, physicians, trainers, massage therapists, and more. We would also like to invite you to reach out to us at renewalrehabpt at gmail.com or find us on our website at www.renewalrehabpt.com. That's www.renewalrehabpt.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to the Live Well Tampa podcast. This is your host, Javier Carlin. I'm here with a special friend of mine. Her name is Rochelle Stone, and she's a personal and professional coach. She's been a highly successful business owner for the past 25 years. Her company was consistently recognized as one of the top 25 destination management companies in the country. She personally won multiple awards for being a respected top producer and served as president for a national consortium of DMCs. She has also brought an underperforming business from under $1 million to over $5 million in less than a year. She broke through all her business plateaus and was number one. And yet with all this professional success, she still managed to hit a level of burnout that was completely unexpected and unacceptable to her. She knew then that she had that there had to be a way to continue to achieve all that she wanted while still bringing unprecedented balance back into her life. And the result is now Rochelle Stone Consulting. So I wanted to bring her on because so many of the issues that we have, you know, throughout our life can, we were so close to it that we don't really know what's going on and how to fix it. So I think what you do is so important. And I wanted to share your information and your knowledge and really share that you, that you're, you know, local to this area because there are so many people that you can help with their problems. So thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you. Really excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what we call that when people can't see it because they're so close to it? What's that? We call that nose against the window pane syndrome. Okay. Right? Yes. If you're just so close to it. You can't see what the uh, is on the other side. Yeah. And we're all stuck there. It's so true. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's so true. And I think, yeah, it's just, it's tough. So I wanted to just kind of get the audience to yeah. know you a little bit more. Sure. So if you just you want to give us a quick background and to just tell, tell us how more about I yourself. How, how did, did I get, get to where here? I am today? Yes. Well, please. I thank you for the intro. It was wonderful. And it's, yeah. it's almost like reliving somebody else's life because it's been, I was in that industry for 28 years yeah. and I have completely transitioned out of it. And now I work as a, a coach to executive business leaders, anybody who's looking to move their life forward, mm-hmm. anybody who's struggling with a challenge and they just need some, somebody to advocate for them to move forward and, and get unstuck from mm-hmm. wherever they are. Yeah. For me in my journey, as you said in the intro, I actually exploded. I imploded. I burnt out. Mm-hmm. It took me about two years to admit that's what had happened to me. Okay. There's a lot of shame associated with burnout, but it's also something very common. You can expect 80% of the population to burn out at some point in their professional career. And even now, the World Health Organization has added it to their list of diagnosis. So it's now an official diagnosis as well, which changes the game. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. it just happened earlier and earlier this year in 2019. I want to say it was uh, April or May of this year okay. is when it happened. So that's big news. They don't know how to fix it. They don't know what brings it on, <laughs> but they know how to diagnose it. Yeah. So. 
but I've cracked that code. I know how to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to hear all yeah. about it. Yeah, for sure. So what brought you to this area, the Tampa Bay area? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I love this area. Okay. okay. I was living in South Florida, Miami, okay. Fort Lauderdale. That's where all my businesses were. Mm-hmm. At that point where I'd taken out those rose-colored glasses and, and started to explore a new career and go mm-hmm. back to school for coaching. I knew I needed to leave South Florida. I just didn't know where I wanted to go. I was stuck. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to get out of there. <laughs> and I actually worked with a coach and we really clarified what my values were and what was important to me in a community. Mm. So once we drilled down into what was important to me, I literally opened up a map of the United States and said, where do I want to go? Ultimately, I decided I didn't want to leave Florida. I ultimately decided I didn't want to live anywhere that it got below 40 degrees mm-hmm. ever. Yes. There were a lot of other needs that I wanted. And what I found was there's a community here in Pinellas County that met probably eight of my 10 top values. And it's Dunedin. So I live just outside of Dunedin. I do almost everything in Dunedin as far as my socialization. Mm-hmm. I do a ton of volunteering there. I'm, I do a lot of rescue work. So dog eating. It's sense of community. It's pedestrian, lower cost of living, closer to the beach. Everything about this area was everything I was looking for, and I never knew it existed. So I moved here in 2017 and never looked back. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. What's your favorite part about living here? Honeymoon Island. Honeymoon Island? Honeymoon okay. Island. Okay. So I have the state park pass. Uh-huh. I will, if I'm not doing anything, or even if I have a coaching call, I will go to Honeymoon and sit there and do the call on the beach. That's, it's fabulous. Yeah. It's, you know, there's not a lot of jobs that you can do that mm-hmm. with. So, but this is about sharing and moving forward. Yes. And where else but the ocean to, yeah. to get your mind moving the right it. direction. I love it. So as you know, I'm from South Florida too, and I could, <laughs> I'm so happy to be on this Oh, side. I know, right? <laughs> it's so nice. It's yes, so much it more it's civilized. So, it, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. It was great while we were there. Yeah. I, you know, I had a blast, but it was time for a change. So yeah, it's nice up here. So I know obviously, so we, your introduction, it was about what you have done, a lot of your accomplishments from the past. Mm-hmm. And we spoke a little bit about how you imploded. How did you get into, into this? Field how did now? this happen? How did coaching? this happen? Okay. Yeah. So when it first happened, mm-hmm. I really just knew I needed to take some time. Okay. And I literally just started peeling away the layers of the onion. Who was I? I was sick. I was overweight. Mm-hmm. I was on a lot of medications. I knew I needed to press the reset button in my life. Mm-hmm. And as I was peeling away the layers I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I even liked to do anymore. Hmm. I always thought I would be doing destination management until the day I died. So that was really painful to let that go and Mm -hmm. know that I was no longer passionate about it. In the course of that, I didn't know where to go for information. So I literally created, and I'm in the process of copywriting this. It's an exercise, and I call it the whiteboard exercise where you can discover your passions. Hmm. And it's you divide the board into four sections. One section is everything you love to do that you're really good at. Another one's things you love to do, but you're really not very good at. Mm-hmm. Down another area is things you can't stand doing, but you're just naturally really good at it. And the fourth area was things you, you really suck at mm-hmm. and you don't like doing it anyway. So that's where all my math is right there. Yes. That lower <laughs> but once I did this, I took a couple of weeks and I don't know where I got this from. I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. I looked at that area where uh, things I love to do that I was really good at. Nothing in there was part of my core career. They were all peripheral things, teaching, training, mentoring, speaking, educating, guiding, coaching. I had no idea. And so I took all that and I went to Google and I went down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. started entering these words. What does it mean? Where does it go? And it led me to coaching. 
So I knew at that time, if I wanted to go that direction, I was going to have to go back to school. I went back to school. I became a certified life coach. From there, they encouraged me to go on for my executive coaching, which I did. I became certified by the International Coaching Federation. I'm an associate certified coach, and I'm working on my PCC, which is a a professional certified coach. It'll take me about two and a half to three years to get there more from where I am. It's a very long time. And then I'm also a certified trainer and administrator for PeopleMap, which is very similar to a Myers-Briggs or a DISC personality Mm -hmm. communication assessment tool. So, yeah. So, and I waited, I worked on all this and now I feel, because I believe certification is really important, that it was time for me to start helping others. Mm -hmm. So here I am. I love it. Yeah. What a journey. What a journey. Major transition. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like a lot of, for me personally, do you feel like you have to, you had to kind of like life coach yourself initially? Is that like a prerequisite to becoming a life coach, do you feel? Or did you have your own uh, I think that questioning yeah. your current situation mm-hmm. is the first step. Okay. And I think a lot of people hit, they don't hit a wall. Some hit a wall, mm-hmm. others just hit a crossroad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when they hit it, they realize there's choices. Mm-hmm. For most of our life, we do what we're told to do. We follow the path that's laid in front of us. It's what it's not so much what you want to do, it's what you should do. Mm. And that all of that should is coming from outside influences. What you want to do comes from inside. And when you start listening to that voice, you can't stop. That's when the questions start. And that's really when you want to start working with a coach, because they're going to help you explore that and get through it. When you and you did what I did, you mm. self-coached yourself to a certain point. Right. And you can only go so far in that point where you realize you, you find a coach and suddenly your life just explodes right. in the right direction. Right. So it's so true because you, you, you don't know what you don't know. So you, you have a different lens That's right. to see what you don't see. So you can continue to, to move forward. Cause like you said, there's a, there's a certain point where it's like, like what else is out there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what don't I know? Yeah, right. So right. that's, that's incredible. What, what do you like best about what you do now? I love seeing the transformation of okay. others when they come to me, they're usually frustrated yeah. about something. Yeah. Either they've lost their passion for what they're doing and or they've got a dream they mm-hmm. want to follow, like even writing a book. I have somebody who's five years, they've been trying to write a book and I've been working with them now for two months. They've gone further in two months than they did in five years. Mm. So to see their progression and how far they go, how quickly. Mm-hmm. And then once they get to that point where I got this, and they're going on their own. It's like teaching a kid to ride a bike mm. and you push them and they just don't need you anymore. Mm. Then you know you've really done your job well. Okay. Yeah. That is great. Can you tell us more about your actual business? And I know we were talking about this before about, you know, there's the life coaching. That's like an umbrella term mm-hmm. for for everything else that that it may involve. And for you, it's executive coaching is, is where you're at. So can you tell us more about the people that you serve specifically? Sure. Yeah. So they really vary. They okay. could be, I've worked with insurance companies okay. where they have an emerging leadership program. Okay. And these are people that have never been in a supervisory role, mm-hmm. but they've been, they've been um, identified as potential leaders in the future. Mm-hmm. So they're being groomed. So they're learning emotional intelligence. They're learning supervisory skills. They're learning communication skills. The coaching helps them work through that and process mm-hmm. it. So emerging leaders, I work with business owners, entrepreneurs, Companies that are small businesses that are in a growth state, Mm -hmm. usually they're a new business and they're having unprecedented growth. They have no idea how to handle it. So working with them as a coach, a business coach, helps them move forward faster and Mm -hmm. overcome the challenges 
because I've already made all those mistakes. Right. So with the executive coaching, that's often retainer situation where you've got an executive that really doesn't have a peer group that they can confide in, bounce things off of because they're all competitors or they work for them. And you just can't have that kind of relationship with somebody you're, that is employed under you. Mm-hmm. So a coach, personal coach or executive coach gives them that peer to peer that they can speak to. And as a coach, we're speaking truth to power. A lot of times the executives don't want to hear these difficult messages, Mm -hmm. but they have to. In order for them to grow, they need to know what their challenges are. A lot of times it's coming from in them. Right. And they think it's all the people around them, but it's really inside them. Yeah. So those are the difficult messages that as a coach, you have to, those difficult conversations, Mm -hmm. help them work through it. I'm working with a woman right now. She's been promoted to VP of finance in a very, very large corporation. And she's never had this role before. She has, is now on executive committee. She went to her first meeting. There were 12 men in the room. She was the only woman. Absolutely freaked out. So she was referred to me needing coaching because she needed to discover what her brand was. What is her identity? How does she show up in this room full of men without becoming one of them? Mm -hmm. So that's been a really interesting Hmm. and wonderful journey with her. Right. Um, And as a coach, you grow too. Because you're helping them overcome a challenge or get through something or get to a goal, you can't help but grow with them. Yeah. It's really great. That is great. And now a quick message brought to you by Renewal Rehab. Renewal Rehab is offering a free 20-minute discovery visit for you or a loved one. This is for anyone who might be dealing with a nagging injury. We invite you to schedule an introductory visit to discuss your specific situation. Let us help you discover what the cause is and what your next step should be. Send us an email at renewalrehabpt at gmail.com with your name, number, and what location is nearest to you so that we can get back to you and schedule your free non-committal discovery visit today. Now back to the show. So I know there's something key that you said because a lot, a lot of the listeners are, you know, they're like the podcast was intended for the listeners to get to know healthcare professionals in the area and the community. But really, I really wanted to bring you on because a lot of the problems that you solve, again, it's at least for physical therapy. And I was telling you, I took a life coaching certification mm-hmm. this past weekend for healthcare professionals, nowhere near the extent of, of uh, you know, <laughs> of, of education that you've gone through with it within it. But what I noticed is that even for physical therapy, as an example, a lot of the patients that I see, I feel like they need life coaching before physical therapy, <laughs> because it's tough, because at the end yeah. of the day, you know, there's the external factors where it's like, oh, I don't have enough time or I can't manage my time or, you know, just so, there's so much going on around us at all times that it's even hard for some people to come to physical yeah, therapy and to right. get into and to start fixing their physical ailments and problems. And a lot of the times I think what you said was key is that a lot of the times we blame, you know, external factors mm-hmm. and when it's typically we have to look back inside. That's right. So um, I thought that was a great point mm-hmm. to bring up. But apart from that, you know, stress is something that affects, it affects everything, mm-hmm. right? So can you, can you talk more about yeah, stress and burnout? Well, I can, yeah, well, it's interesting because I, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, because yeah. I also work with the University of Tampa, I yeah. volunteer and coach their MBA students. Okay. So, and the stress that these students are under yeah. is incredible and it's happening younger and younger. The youngest person I coached was in high school mm-hmm. and it amazes me between the high school and the college, the amount of pressure these these young adults are under is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. So when let's, I'm going to talk a little bit about the stress and the burnout. Our 
society, our work environment is mm-hmm. geared towards productivity and bottom line profits. It is not geared towards the holistic being. So they don't really care about your personal life, about your health and wellness. They care about the job you're doing there. Mm. And what suffers? Us. We get stressed and then we, we burn out. Now, like I was saying, the WHO, World Health Organization, it is a diagnosis, diagnosis now. Yeah. So what we have learned is that for women, you're, you burn, 80% of the women are going to burn out at some point if they're a career woman. And the reason being, it has to do with testosterone. Men have testosterone, 600, 800, that average. Women, we start around 250. And when we get older, I'm going to say between the ages of 40 and 55, 60, mm-hmm. that when we go through menopause, that testosterone di- disappears. Testosterone is how the human being deals with stress. So when that testosterone has gone, what do we have? Nothing right? Mm -hmm. What's more is men are singularly focused. Women are multitaskers and we incorporate our emotions into everything that we do. So without that testosterone, we're a mess. We are a mess. So we implode. Mm. And a lot of times women don't know where to go from there. It ends marriages, relationships with family, children, even it can end careers. And the thing is, is that there is a way while you can't avoid it, Mm -hmm. you can minimize the damage by making better choices by setting boundaries, by being really clear on your values and making sure you're living true to your values. So many people are in this career because daddy wanted them to be an attorney or daddy wanted them to be a doctor, right? That's really not what they want to be. They want to be a writer. They want to be a journalist, right? Mm -hmm. So they're never happy and they're always, they're living off kilter and that's no way to live. And I think that more and more we're going to find as a society, we're kind of revolting against the stress that society is putting on us. Yes. And when I say uh, should versus you're at the crossroads between should and must should is that external. You should be doing this. You should be working 60 hours a week. You should be doing that. Instead, you need to be listening to what you must do. Mm -hmm. And that's the passion. What's driving you on the inside. I really want, this is what I need. This is what I must do. You have to listen. You got to start listening to those internal voices. Yeah. Yeah. So what stops most people, like in, in your opinion, what stops most people from listening to those voices? Is it fear? Fear. Okay. Fear. Number one. Yeah. Fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of failure. I heard, well, I'm sorry to stop you. So yeah. I heard, um, I was talking to my mentor this past weekend and he says, most people are scared of the unknown. That's what right. about what we should be more scared of is, is a known. Like, <laughs> That's right. Tr- it's very true. It's like your, yeah. your life is already, you know, yeah. <laughs> for some people, it's already, you know, not the good. So an opportunity. An opportunity. What could be worse? <laughs> what could be right? worse than what you're living through right now? You're absolutely right. Oh, so 100%. I was like, mind blown. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. yeah so, it's so true. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we are afraid of the unknown, but the unknown is probably the best thing for us. Right. The unexpected surprises. I always say, have no expectations and will always be exceeded. Hmm. I'm never disappointed. Yeah. Never. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. So fear of the unknown. We yep. have fear of... Fear of unknown. Fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Fear of judgment. Yeah. We're a very judgy society. And somebody said to me recently, and it's so true, and now I say it all the time, what other people think of you is none of your business. And it's true. And when you adapt that attitude and put on those horse blinds, you start caring about what's inside and not the external thoughts about you. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Yeah. So again, fear is it can stop people in their tracks with everything. 
everything. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. It's fear, anxiety. I remember, um, because we're on the topic, anxiety is wasting present energy on an outcome that is undesirable to you and that it'll probably never happen. That's right. So it's, it was, mm-hmm. yeah. Just, but you can also, when you sit there and you, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling and you're constantly saying it, the sky's going to fall if you keep saying it. Right. So it's also that, I call it negative record keeping. And mm. we, we are barraged from the time we are children with negative messaging mm-hmm. from our family, from our friends, from school, everywhere. The news. The news. It's everywhere. Yeah. So I call it negative record keeping, or you can also call it a gremlin. And it's those voices. You just got to get rid of them. You got to push them away mm-hmm. and stop listening to them. Yeah. But we're conditioned to listen to them. Yep. So it's a shift in perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's why coaching is so powerful yes. because a lot of times it's bringing awareness and the information's there. The answers are inside of you. And I'll tell you right now, most people don't understand this about coaching. The coaches don't do the work. The client does all the work. Yes. All we're doing is helping them open their eyes to the other possibilities and looking at things in different ways to find different outcomes. Mm-hmm. And I think a big piece of it too, I'll go ahead and just relate it back to physical therapy, but it's a lot of the times we know what we have to do, mm-hmm. but we won't do it because we're not held accountable mm-hmm. to, to anyone or anything. Yeah. So by a coach holding someone That's accountable right. and, and having deadlines and making sure you meet those mm-hmm. deadlines, that alone, like you said, just, you know, completely allows you to blast through all your goals at a much faster rate so than if you're trying faster. to do it on your own. So like look at my client yeah. that's writing a book. Yeah. She had no movement for five years. Suddenly yeah. we've only been at it for a couple of months and she's got her first chapter written. She's got the, uh, she's got the information from the publisher. She knows what she needs to submit. She's got the outline done and she's committed to getting the rest of the chapters done now. Right. So she's making progress. She's seeing it. She's not afraid anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So where could people find you if they wanted to find out more information? Sure. I do have a website. It's rstoneconsulting, all one word, rstoneconsulting.com. It is very much, you'll see me on the website. It's very much a personality website. I am always happy to give somebody a free 30 minute consultation. Wonderful. There's also a great, great downloadable tool on there. So you can see where are you at, life satisfaction, professionally and personally. There's two different wheels in there that you can take and they're free. Just download them. It's fine. And that will tell you, is it your work? Is it your personal life? Is it your friends and family? Is it financial? Where in your life are is the stress coming from? Mm-hmm. Or where are you maxed out in capacity? Where are you happy and where are you not happy? And coaching can get you to raise all those scores. Right. So some really good tools. There. That's wonderful. So that, that toolkit will basically, it'll tell you what area you should probably start working to, on. And then obviously hiring a coach is actually going to help you exactly. get the results yeah. that you're looking for. And Usually what I do, so. if I'm doing life coaching, yeah. personal coaching with somebody, not executive, but life coaching, right. I will, I want them to do this wheel and I have other exercises that I do as intake with them. Mm-hmm where I want them to, wherever those lowest scores are, they get to pick two areas that they want to work on first to raise those scores. And organically, it always raises scores in other areas. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave the listeners with? Anything at all? Listen to your intuition. Yes. Too often, and we've been trained not to listen to that little voice inside. Listen to your intuition. Yeah. 
Sorry, one last thing. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy for that. You know, as you, when you're a little kid, you know, you're told, oh, you can do whatever you want. You know what, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the possibilities are, are endless. And then at some point, I'm not sure at what age or at what point in your life are you told, oh, no, like, that's not a little right. just... Well, the five-year-old boy that says, I don't want to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse. Right. You know, this dad is going to say, no, you want to be a doctor, right? Where we help people who are dealing with a nagging injury get back to doing the things that they love pain-free. We are located in Hyde Park, Largo, Wesley Chapel, and several more locations to come. If you enjoyed this episode and you believe it would benefit a friend or family member, please be sure to share it with them. As always, make sure to join our free Facebook group, the Live Well Tampa Podcast Community, and follow us on Instagram at Renewal Rehab. If you'd like to connect further, please feel free to email us at renewalrehabpt at gmail.com or visit our website at www.renewalrehabpt.com. Thank you. Make sure to tune into our next episode and have a beautiful day.